To me, identity is something that evolves over time. I feel like we, in seasons of life, we pick things that kind of define who we are. And I right. think that's what it is. You know, identity is like we're trying to find who we are as individuals. Hello again, my name is Cassie Andreas, and I'm so glad to have you join me today. On today's episode of Identifying the Purpose of You, I have Mr. Todd talking about his experience with identity. Mr. Todd is my AP Psych teacher this year, but I've known him as my teacher since freshman year. Um, I was super excited to finally sit down and talk with him about some serious stuff. Um, so thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Identifying the Purpose of You. So today I have Mr. Todd with me, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Paul Todd, but you know, Mr. Todd to everybody else. Um, I've been teaching for, this is year eight, my fifth year at Fall Creek. Um, I'm married with two kids and one on the way, very exciting, yeah. Congrats. Uh, thanks. Um, I went to UW Lacrosse, as I drew my wife and I met. Um, I am a practicing Christian. And uh, anything interesting about me? People tend to uh, find my childhood stories interesting. Growing up in Rockford, Illinois, I tell stories that I thought I had a normal childhood. And apparently not. You know, people <laughs> didn't have homeless people getting in their cars and um, the like. So... There you go. Okay, sounds good. Um, so how did you get into teaching? Uh, you know what's funny is when I went to UW Lacrosse, I actually thought I was going to be a PT major, physical therapy. Uh-huh. I took one bio class, and I'm like, <laughs> nope, I'm good. And then I kind of was at a, a crossroads, and I thought, well, what did I really like in high school? You know, and, uh-huh. and I thought back to my social studies classes and the teachers that I had there, and I'm like, that'd be kind of fun to do. I did not like the idea of grading papers, oh. and I still kind of don't, but, um, uh, yeah, and then once I got into it, it I, I knew I was in the right place, and so, eight years later, here I am. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, what brought you to Fall Creek? <laughs> so, that, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, so, I taught in Medford for three years, yeah. and lived with my in-laws who also taught the same high school for forever. So um, it was really weird for my wife to like see me teaching with all of her like yeah. parents' friends. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, but my wife ended up, who is a physical therapist, so you know, that's the irony of I wanted to <laughs> yeah. do it, and she graduated from lacrosse. Um, she got a job in Eau Claire, and so I was like, okay, I guess I need to get a job in Eau Claire. And so... Yeah. I actually drove back and forth for a year, and then I got a text with a literal picture of a newspaper clipping, <laughs> help wanted, social studies teacher, and uh, that's what brought me to Fall Creek. I, I actually, I did a Skype interview, and I only saw Mr. Stramansky's face. There's a bunch <laughs> of teachers, but he just sat there just dead on <laughs> staring at the camera, and I'm like, I don't know if this is going well at all, because I'm kind of creeped out, but... He called me an hour later offering the job, so that was kind of cool. That's, yeah, that's, it seems like kind of a God thing in a way, like, yeah. worked out. Um, so what got you interested in psychology and, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so it's funny, you know, I, I teach AP Psych, Intro to Psych. I had taken, like, the required three psych courses, <laughs> like, to become a teacher. And I remember in the interview, um, I was asked, so how do you feel about teaching AP Psych? And I'm like, I don't know anything about psychology except for, like, the little bit I learned in college. Yeah. And so I gave the answer, the typical, like, I don't know a lot, but I'm willing to learn <laughs> type answer. And uh, then I got trained up and went and, and, and I've loved it ever since. It's a it's fascinating to to study and how it's evolved and it it it's something I would not have chosen by myself. Yeah. But it's very interesting to teach and I and I really do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing you didn't get a, a special degree to teach. Right? <laughs> I, I didn't, but funny story with that is like two years ago, I'm ice fishing and I get an email saying, hey, you're not actually qualified to teach yeah. AP Psych. And I'm like, oh, what? And I had to take a test to get certified. Gotcha. And it turns out when you teach something, you learn it pretty well because I did just fine. Yeah. On the test, and I am qualified to teach what I teach <laughs> That's right now. That's good. So, you know. um, so, did you ever have an idea of wanting to do anything besides teach with, like, psychology yeah. things, or? Um, yeah, well, like I said, you know, I thought physical therapy, but that was literally, I looked at a catalog, how much do you make, and what do you get right. to do, and I'm like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you know, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Um, I kind of always wanted to coach football, and I get to do that, so uh-huh. I, you know, not at the University of Nebraska. I'm pretty sure my wife would divorce me if I did that, because you never <laughs> home. <laughs> not that I'm qualified or anything like that, but, um, yeah, you know, I thought I wanted to do something PT or, like, yeah. athletic training or something like that, and then this is where I ended up. Yeah. Um, so, going back into the psychology stuff... Mm-hmm. Um, how would you yourself like define the term identity? Because I think it's a, a thing that a lot of people struggle with, and it's hard to know what's true or reliable with all of social media and stuff like that. So how would you? Yeah. Um, to me, identity is something that evolves over time. I feel like we, in seasons of life, we pick things that kind of define who we are and I think that's what it is you know identity is like we're trying to find who we are as Mm -hmm. individuals and um I know like for myself in high school it was all sports right Right. things that I did and then I got a little bit older and I realized oh like those don't last forever you know you need something else and then it you know sometimes it's relationships and so it it's something I think that it changes depending on the season that that you're in, unless you have something that like firmly kind of roots you down. I would say for a lot of people, that's their belief system, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would definitely say that that's true for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely see like with a lot of my classmates and stuff, how like they can depend on grades and um, what people think of them in school. And it just, it's kind of sad to see because people like change who they are and they're different around different groups of people. And it's just like, well, I like you when you're yourself. And so, yeah, it's really sad um, that people don't feel like they have an identity sometimes. And, like, for myself, like, I find my identity in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's really, otherwise I would be so, so lost. Um, 
Yeah, it's like an anchor, right? Yeah. Because life changes so much mm-hmm. that there's very few consistencies. Yeah, it's hard to know the that. truth. Yeah. Um, how is identity like defined in the world of psychology? Yeah, so it's it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And actually, the person who probably be like the leading individual with this is Eric Erickson, which mm-hmm. who names their kid that? <laughs> like, I have two first names, but they're not the same first names, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, um, so Eric Erickson actually, um, it's it's. The, the basis of his approach to this is in seasons, you form identities. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's different. And at the beginning, it's largely defined by, like, your parents and who's around you. Right. And then as you get to kind of where you're at right now, you know, getting ready to go out into the world, yeah. it's you are deciding what that is, you know, more so than what your parents kind of right. decided for you. And so, in the world of psychology, identity changes. Yeah. You know, and it's very fluid, um, much like life is, without anything, like I said earlier, to anchor you down to, you know, consistently go back to. Yeah. Um, Like, and with that, like, with worth and stuff like that, like, where do, I mean, it's hard to ask this, like, with... um, because sometimes with, like, evolution and stuff like that, and yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me because if it was all an accident, then why would we have worth in the first place? Like, why is that even a concept? And so, like, if, like, I believe, like, I was created by God and all people were created yeah, yeah, yeah. by God and loved by God, and that's where our worth comes from. Like, how is that? I don't know how that is viewed in the world, like, the psychology and yeah. in the secular world. That you could yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Um... So it's very interesting, you know, obviously, like, being a practicing Christian. Yeah. And, and, then, and then teaching these things, right? And, like, like realizing, like, not, not necessarily lanes, but each has their value in, right. in help, you know, helping just understand how the world works. Um, and with, you know, worth, that's, that's such a good question, right? You know, like, like where does that come from? And I think that that explains a lot of behavior, right? Because yeah. I, I, people are trying to answer that question, right? Yeah, definitely. And, and as you mentioned... You know, high school can be and is a hard time because it's like, who are you, right? Yeah. And a lot of times it's what's the most consistent thing that, that people have is school, right? And, yeah. And that's, they define their relationships that way or who they are or, um, uh, yeah, so they just, they find things that make them feel like you have purpose. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think, you know, maybe more so in the secular world, you know, Outside of, like, God, right, obviously. I think a lot of times it comes down to relationships yeah. with individuals, some other that be family relationships or even romantic relationships. And, mm-hmm. and you, unfortunately, you see this play out in really toxic ways, too, when people yeah. let a relationship define who they are. You know, it can be they lose their identity because all their value is in how one person views them. And so they change right. themselves to be viewed in a certain way or social media don't even get me started on that it's yeah. so it, personal opinion obviously toxic yeah the way that is. Mm-hmm. everybody always has to be oh my life is awesome it's mm-hmm. wonderful or it's the complete opposite and it's just, and it's just like that's yeah. not how real life works right mm-hmm. you know yeah it's really hard to know like 
yeah, definitely relationships definitely make a huge impact on things because of, of ways that people can manipulate other people and talk down to other people. Like, it really beats you up. And especially if you don't have that foundation of knowing where your worth comes from, right. it just makes it all so much harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and how have you, like, personally dealt with knowing your identity and worth? And yeah, yeah. Well, once again, you know, it's, it's a progression, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I know when I was younger, you know, like in high school, when I, it was all sports. I, I, I love yeah. football. I love, you know, all those things. And, and that was what defined me and like competing for grades and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's funny how things like change, but they don't change. It's just different medium. And then, you know, like getting a little bit older and like realizing, oh, you know, I think I mentioned this earlier, it doesn't last forever. And then, so it's like, okay, well, well, what is it? And then it was, okay, I need to like pursue this career in college yeah. and then it was relationships too you know that's when you mm-hmm. you start thinking towards the future and so you define yourself based on relationships whether it be romantic or um like the people you hang out with and yeah. and, and and that shapes a ton of yeah, identity, it I feel like because it's so easy to get caught up in what other people think mm-hmm. and not be solid in who you are and yeah, I, yeah that, that was college for me you know um and then, you know, more so lately, it, entering into parenthood totally changes your yeah. perspective <laughs> on just the way the world works. And you realize, oh, I'm really selfish. <laughs> or I was, you know, because now you have to be so selfless. And that, and it changes everything. You right. know, your, your relationship with your spouse, your work responsibilities, yeah. all those things. And so that's kind of the season now. And you know what? Like... It's going to change, too. You know, you mm-hmm. enter into seasons of life where, uh, you know, I, I think about, like, the relationships I have with my friends. It's just harder to hang out with yeah. them. And so that defines me less so mm-hmm. than, um, like, the relationships with my kids right now. So, anyway, and obviously going back to, like, you know, my my religion and then mm-hmm. just, like, knowing where I'm at, you know, right. like you said, mm-hmm. you know, being a, a child of God and, and, you know, Jesus saved me, like, mm-hmm. that's a rock that you can kind of right. stand upon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really prepare you for this, but, like, where has your faith journey come, like, how have you... Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. So, uh, I, I grew up in the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and that was always, okay, you know, it's just what you did, right? right? And then my mom put me in a Lutheran school. <laughs> and I, it was so fascinating because I'd get, like, two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, during the week, it was, yeah, yeah. like, this in very progressive Lutheran, um, more non-denominational, honestly. And then i go to, like, a very conservative Catholic church, and mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I was such a jerk to my Sunday school oh. teachers because I just asked the really hard, <laughs> embarrassing questions mm-hmm. about the Catholic Church and they didn't really have answers. And so I saw a lot of hypocrisy, and this is not meant to hate on Catholicism. Yeah. I saw a lot of hypocrisy in the Catholic Church. And so um, in college, I got involved with Campus Crusade and I uh, did a lot with them, did some missions work overseas and whatnot. Um, I look back at that time now, though, with a little bit of seasoning, a little bit of wisdom, and not that I regret my time there, but also thinking about the things that I did. Like, I spent some time in Turkey and and talking Mm -hmm. with people there, obviously a predominantly Muslim country. Mm -hmm. 
I, I now realize what I was asking people to do hmm. to accept Christianity. And I would have taken that a little more seriously or heavily, right. you know, because basically what you're doing there is you're asking them to reject their family. Right. To reject an entire culture and way of living that's so radical. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously, like, you know, uh, in the context of, like, eternity, it's it's little. But I have not been asked to do that, you know. So right. I look back at those things and, like, I wish I would have been more nuanced. I wish I would have been yeah. more mm -hmm. relational with people. Yeah. And, and I think that's where I'm at right now with my walk is, mm -hmm. is it, it's about relationships. And anybody that I would ask to believe what I believe, like, I need, I need to know that. I need to invest right. in that relationship. Mm -hmm. and, and, and crew is much more, like, cast a wide net, like, results-based. Yeah. And, and I look back at that, and it's a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. But yeah. so that's kind of where I'm at now. You know, yeah, I definitely get that. Because, like, I'm supposed to be leading Ignite this year. Yeah. And that's, like, a little Christian group and whatever. Yeah, and sure. I, like, we didn't get to do it last year. And I was really upset about that because I really, really wanted to lead it. And I was really excited about it. Mm -hmm. But I think God really had it planned that it wasn't going to happen because I didn't have those relationships that would bring yeah. people to come. Because otherwise, I would, it would probably just be my friend group. Like, and I started talking to a bunch of people, like, actually asking them, like, what they're thinking and, like, how they view things and, like, mm -hmm. trying to build those friendships and relationships so that I can get people to come rather yeah. than just, like, everybody come. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about these random things. So I think it's really important to definitely have those relationships. And it is, like, definitely with um, uh, evangelism and stuff like that yeah. where people are, like, just go out and talk to random people. I, I'm kind of iffy on that because it's, like, people are kind of, like, whoa, like, okay. Right, right. And just a little side note here, I did not mean to have anything bad about evangelism. I think it's a really important part of Christianity, too. And, um, yeah, I did not, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Um, I think it is very important because you want to be able to go out and talk to people about Christ and how he saved you and um, talk to strangers even sometimes. But I think just what I meant by that is that sometimes... It can, you can come off a little too strong or it can be twisted and then people can get like a bad view of what Christianity is, but that depends on the person and that depends on the approach and I can't generalize that for everything. So um, please don't take that as a bad thing. I think evangelism is very important and um, yeah. And like God can work in cool ways. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't want to put him in a box, but at the same time. It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you seen students deal with knowing their worth and identity Ooh. in the classroom and stuff? Yeah, um, it reminds me that I don't know if I want to go back to high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, for sure, it's like you see the stereotypical things. You'll see people with the heavy hitters, right? Like, mm -hmm. like athletes, you know, it's right. just like, the, it's everything's around that. Or, or relationships that they have with people, mm -hmm. or just like being so competitive school-wise, like, yeah. oh my goodness, I gotta be on something, you know, and so, and, and, and like, that's just, that's the way things work, right? Yeah. But also, then, like, seeing, like, what's different, I would say, today is, is the, the social media component mm -hmm. of things, you know, it's, I feel like it, it creates this, like, toxic environment yeah. where you can never disconnect and be yourself, mm -hmm. like, you always have to have this facade up, which... Yeah. 
is just kind of yucky, yeah. I feel like. And so I feel like, you know, high school is it, it's such a hard transition time. Yeah, it's great at the same time. Yeah. But you don't really know who you are. Mm-hmm. Or, you, or it's, it, you, you meet mom and dad and then like, oh, well that explains, you know, a lot of, of why they, you know, Johnny or whoever acts this way in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the home definitely impacts a lot of things For too. sure. Um, how would you advise overcoming that, those kind of struggles? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess my advice is like, it's, it's simple, but like, and, and, and it's hard, but like be you. Mm-hmm. And that's like, but it's hard to figure out who you are. And right. You have to, you have to like work through that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for myself, there's been so many times in my life where I thought like, this is who I was. And then it's like, no, that's not. And I had to yeah. learn that through experience. So, and I can't just be like, be more experienced because <laughs> that, that's just life, right? Yeah. So just be, you know, open to, you know, maybe realizing, oh, like, like maybe this isn't like what I, is most important in my life. And, and then find those priorities, you know, and realize that life changes Yeah. because you're not going to be an athlete forever. Mm-hmm. School, all the like, grades, they're important, but realize it's the work ethic. You know, it's, yeah. it, and it's treating other people well and, you know, you'll figure out who you are along the way because mm-hmm. you can't teach experience. Yeah, I think with, like, I went to camp this summer, and I was so self-conscious about how other people were going to think of me, like, if I started to be goofy or whatever and stuff like that, but at a certain point, I was just like, why does it matter? It doesn't matter. Like, I just need to get over it, but, yeah, thank you so much for doing this interview, and I'm really glad that we finally got to schedule it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... Psalms 139, 13-16 says, You made my whole being. You formed me in my mother's body. I praise you because you made me in an amazing and wonderful way. What you have done is wonderful. I know this very well. You saw my bones being formed as I took shape in my mother's body. When I was put together there, you saw my body as it was formed. All the days planned for me were written in your book before I was one day old. Thank you so much for joining us today, and thank you to Mr. Todd for speaking, and... I hope that you will all join us next time for the next episode. Hope you have an awesome day.